This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. And there it is. Southern United have the GM Vauxhall Conference. have put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And... What a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. Delight for Sutton United. Sutton United, the National League, are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football, perennial non-league club. And he's won 123 years. Crescendo reaches a new Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast, the Sutton Podcast. Um, I'm your host Mike and today joining me on the panel we have Jenny returning and a new boy called Ali. So we'll catch up with him in a moment. Um, we're going to be talking about the Tranmere match and look forward to the Salford game. Um, don't forget you can help the cost to support the show with one-off donations or regular subscriptions by joining us on Patreon. If you want to know more, look for the Support Us page on the website, which is suttonpodcast.com, or you can drop me a message by email or any of the socials, which is at Sutton Podcasts. And thanks to everyone who has supported in the past, and a big thank you to those who currently still are, which is Ken and Mark at the moment. So we're going to get started in a sec. Can't wait to share the panel's thoughts, but we'll hear from them in two seconds. And we're just going to start with Jenny. Hello, Jenny. How are you? I'm fine. Recovered from my trip back last night. Lovely. Um, so last time we spoke to you was ironically the last training match, which is back in October at our place. Yep. So what have you been up to since? Me? Well, October. Well, we we had three wins out of three at Christmas and New Year. That's that's good. So no, been watching the team and travelling around and grateful that uh, they're actually. Really, you know, we've all got the injuries back now and got a full team out. Uh, all looking good. All looking Excellent. good. 
And just to anyone who's, who's not heard you on before, just remind <laughs> us a little bit about who you are and your Sutton history. Give Ali a second to come back because he's just disappeared from my screens. <laughs> Right, I've um, yeah, I've been supporting Sutton since uh, I was five. I'm now over sixty. We won't say <laughs> no. I'm sixty-six. Been supporting Sutton. I used to live in Hilldale Road, which is by the old Plough Pub, which is now flats or houses, from what I see. Uh, for my sins, I actually live in Swindon, um, but have absolutely no connections with their football team, football club. Not interested in, in, in that particularly, except laughing at them every time things go wrong or like they're still not sure. The latest update is I thought their manager had actually left, but it seems no one really knows what's going on and Crawley are looking at elsewhere. So who knows what's going on with Swindon Town? Um, but uh, yeah, I'm still waiting to see hopefully February the 14th at Gander Green Lane. I'm still waiting to see us beat Swindon because they become a bit of our bogey team but I'm but we got full team out now and I'm expecting good things so come on Matt and the team yeah beat them well, for I think, me <laughs> I think we decided last time we're not going to have you on for the Swindon game because we we, 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 <laughs> we need to yeah something, so we'll, we'll absolutely <laughs> absolutely absolutely if I'm that thing do leave me off um yeah definitely Excellent. Lovely. And now the debut panellist. Um, hello, Ali. How are you? Hi, Mike. Hopefully my connection doesn't drop out again like it did just then. It's absolutely fine. Um, so we normally do a little introduction. Um, yeah. I'm sure you may have heard it. And essentially, people want to know, who are you? Uh, yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, I moved to Sutton from Liverpool in 1993 uh, with my parents. Um, I do have split loyalties uh, through my family, so I do support Liverpool and support Sutton. I know that's a bit of a uh, moot point between some people having two teams. Um, first started going to Sutton probably in the mid-90s, I would say. I've got vague recollections of a pre-season friendly against Woking, uh, it was my stepdad's uncle used to take us um, with his kids to see pre-season friendlies down at Gander Green Lane and then a few league games. Um, followed them from sort of afar for quite a few years, uh, going to the odd game here and there, the odd pre-season. Um, when we were in the National League South under Dawes, uh, took advantage of the cheap season ticket offers that were going on. Uh, started going down there a lot more. Um Back in 2018, I actually relocated with work uh, up to near Wrexham in North Wales. Um, so I had to give up my season ticket, but then started going to any of the games in the northwest or north of England, roughly. Um, and then last year, started taking my son, who was seven, um, to his first Sutton games. And we go now to watch most of the games in the northwest. Obviously, we're at Tramway at the weekend, we're at Salford next weekend. Um, and he absolutely loves going to watch Sutton um, because he's got a lot more access to the players, a lot more access to the games. Uh, you know, we can always go. And uh, I think he just loves the whole experience of it with all the singing and the chants and things like that. He really, uh, really enjoys his day out. Is he not facing a, a three-year ban after his... Uh... Pitch encroachment yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Do you know what? And, and do you know what? That was that was the one um, 
thing I would say, I know there was a few issues with stewards yesterday. Um, that one steward, I don't know his name. Uh, all I know is he had a blue Tramia bobble hat on. As soon as we came through and we were going to just go and queue up and get a, uh, a pie and a drink, he said, oh, would you like to go on the pitch and have a photo like to my lad? So, we, you know, that was a really nice thing. I know we've been to Tramia before and they've always been quite welcoming and that was a, a really nice thing for him. It really made his day. Excellent. Um, you've touched on it very, very quickly. Uh, yeah, there, there's, there's an incident. I'm not going to talk too much about it. Um, someone's clearly been having a bad day because we've, we've been great relationships with Tranmere. Um, yeah. But something went horribly wrong yesterday for someone. don't want to talk too much about it because um, I want them to do the complaint properly. And I don't want to sort of give any... Unlikely they'll be listening to me, but I don't want to give any sort of Ooh, yeah. We'll just tweak our answer there because um, what I've heard is not what's happened um, at all, and it'd be nice for us to be able to go back and go, yeah, absolutely, that didn't happen. Um, so I won't talk too much about that. I won't talk anything about that. We will talk about um, also. Thank you very much for. Uh, I think it was eleven o'clock last night. You you went, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, yeah, yeah. yeah no worries. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been just you and your own, Jane. Doing <laughs> People would have hated that. <laughs> so today's ladies' match was called off because of the rain. Um, yeah, there's there's ums and ahs where people go, oh, we're just protecting the pitch, but actually, it was awful. Um, Rosie was. Well, she was doing a me to, to me. She was sitting there going, no, no, we, we have to stand in your spot. And I'm like, honestly, babe, it's, it's fine. <laughs> we're not standing out. No. no. Um, so we, we were just in the tunnel watching, and the ref came, and he'd already said that he'd lost the game this morning, and he really, really wanted to play. Um, the girls came out, went on the pitch, and he sort of looked at them on the pitch, and he went, I was going to get you changed, but give me a second. And he went out in his shoes and, and, and jeans, Five minutes, and just come back and went, yeah, that's that's not happening. Because literally, as they were running onto the pitch, you could see the splashes of water coming up from their feet. And it's like, there's, they weren't even pelting it. And it's like, yeah, there's no chance of this play. And nah. seconds after he said it, the rain started coming in sideways. So it's like, rejoice, <laughs> ref, see you later. Yeah. So, and yeah. it, it would have damaged, it would have created more damage yeah. to the pitch as well, yeah. you know. Definitely. The, the little concern I've got is... Um, we're supposed to be playing one of Arsenal's side, I think, on the academy side next week. Um, but um, I'm reliably informed by my weather person, Mrs., who tells me, yeah, it's going to be raining all week. That's that's, that's not going to happen either. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Um, but on to the draw with Tranmere. Um, when you saw the lineup, Ali, what were your first thoughts? Uh, I thought it was a, a team that he was Matt had put out to go and try and win the game, to be honest. Um, I think it was quite a, a strong side. Certainly the strongest bench I've probably seen for Sutton for a long time. Um, there was lots of options there. If we did, uh, as we did during the game, fall behind, there was lots of options to bring players on to try and get us back in the game and even win it. Um, I might have liked to have seen uh, Dave from the start, but that's probably me just showing a bit of favouritism um, for Dave's ability over Enzio. Um but, you know, overall, it was a, a team that went out to try and win the game. Um, I think Matt probably realised that it was a game we could probably go and at least get a point from, if not take all three. Yeah, definitely a strong lineup. I thought. I didn't do my fan hub thing, but I actually got 11 out of 11. I remember that five minutes past two, quick, quick, and sort of teams announced. I was like, oh, damn it. Um, but, Jenny, what were your thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, when I, you know, saw the lineup, I, I actually, I actually thought he wouldn't bring David in to start because that, in some ways, would have been a bit unfair on the the players that had played over Christmas, who'd done fantastic. Um, and I was talking to some because the fan zone is really good up there. And I was amazed at how many people were, were actually worried that David Adjiboy would start. And that it, and I thought, no. And they were saying, oh, he's going to score quite a few against us. I went, no, he, you've got to remember, he hasn't played matches. You know, he might be fit, but he hasn't played in competitive matches for quite a while. Um, I said, yeah, he'll come on at some point. I'm absolutely sure of that. I said, but I don't believe he'll start. And that would have been a little bit unfair. I would have thought for the you know the team. So the team he put out, looking at it, um, you could say Harry Butyman perhaps could have been in there. But I think that's probably his strongest team, give or take, that he would have put out that he's been able to put out the team he wants to play. Maybe with the exception of perhaps Harry in there. Um, who knows? But and what a bench though God, you know it was great to see it i mean wow it it was back to them them dates last last season or that you know when it didn't matter who we took off we'd have exactly like for like who we put on absolutely yeah. brilliant so i was really pleased with it you know it's great to see it great to see that sort of lineup really yeah no i mean there's certainly no disrespect to anyone else but when you see harry not able to get into the team you're like I yeah, we're, we're back at full strength here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I did say it toward, all the way through. If we keep our luck and we get our players back, we're going to have a much stronger second half, obviously, than the first half. Um, and yeah, it's proving proving good so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, so the first goal, there was a, a hint of offside. I think um, people were. I've watched back the replays. Their players did seem to stop, but I think the right back who you couldn't see on the replay was playing them on because they turned, they looked at the linesman and then all of them just kind of turned and got on with it. So it wasn't the Tranmere players, it was more like their fans giving it that it was offside. How did it look there? Um, I have to admit, to be fair, on, on the day, I didn't notice it being offside, but probably I was too busy concentrating on uh, the movement of the goal. Um, yeah. Which was a, a you know a nice nice move, good sort of one touch passing and um, a good finish by Ali. Really, it was uh, yeah good goal. I didn't notice it being offside. If it was, uh, I think they were probably just undone by the quick passing. To be honest, yeah, I, th- I think it was. People were thinking it was offside, but I don't think it actually was because I think the right back was playing him on. Um, and their players certainly weren't complaining. Um, Jenny, what, what did you think, of Ali? Yeah, well, when we because we're behind the goal. I'll be honest, I, uh, someone someone shouted that someone was offside right up the other end, and I said, "Come on, guys!" I said, "That is really where you have to where you where we stand or sit, you know, at Tranmere. There's no way unless it's totally obvious." You know, uh, no, I just thought as soon as I mean when Donovan passed it across to Ali, it was wide open for him. You know, they split him wide open, and I thought he's, you know, you. I thought, wow, unless he sort of fell over, I thought, now that's a goal. You know, you literally see it because the inter pass it brilliant, and Donovan just slid it across. There was no one there. All he had to do was was put it in past the goalie. So nice passing move, and yeah, I was really pleased to see Ali Ali score that. And I, no, I never even entered my head that it was offside. Um, brilliant, brilliant goal. Um, their goal, their equaliser was a good one. Um, 
you could have done more, but you could have done I, more. I don't. I, do you know? I've watched it back. Now, I, I'm, I don't want to criticise players because as Donovan passed it across for um, Ali to slot in, I've watched their first goal. I would say their second goal was a good goal. The first goal, even when I was there yesterday, I was like, clear it, clear it. And Donovan, now maybe it's because when you're a forward, you haven't got that, you know, you get Ben Goodlear, Fluey John, they'll just whack it into Rose Ed, wherever. And I've watched it, I suppose because I was coming on here, I've re-watched it several times. And Donovan is really the, the person that lost it. In, in that that gave them the chance and I remember even yesterday when it was going around just kick it out and yeah, yeah. I would Donny I love you but I suggest that maybe because he was a striker he just didn't he, he was on the ball a bit and no too late and he, he he was you know the ball's taken off him and I thought just put your laces through it if they have laces anymore but he didn't and I think if he had just gone in like Ben usually goes in or because Louis John and that, they were trying to do that. And then it fell to Donovan and he sort of tapped it. And I, so, as Matt Gray would probably said, a goal that we shouldn't have given away. So I was a little bit disappointed with that bit. Um, but that's yeah, all. Yeah. No, you when know. Yeah, well, the others do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Ali, um, Jenny's already mentioned their second goal. What did, you, what did you make of their second goal? That was a good one. Uh, yeah, uh, he's. I think it was Hemmings who scored their second goal. Wasn't yeah. he? he's he's quite a handful anyway. I remember him being a handful last season. He's quite a, a you know strong striker, isn't he? He'll get right up into defenders' faces and put himself about. And he he took the goal really well. He looked quite a threat all day, to be fair. Any time he got on the ball, he was um, running at the uh, two centre halves, and he, he just looked like he was going to cause problems all day. Um, and he's one of those players. I think if you give him half a chance, like he had there, he will he will score goals. Um, you know, it was a nice take and strike into the bottom corner. Uh, you know, probably at the time they were a little bit on top of us. Uh, it was probably a bit of a bad spell in the second half for about 10 minutes where we just couldn't sort of keep hold of the ball, weren't winning any 50-50 balls or knockdowns. Um, and you sort of had a feeling it might be coming that they might create a few chances um, and maybe nick another goal. Yeah, I was- I was just going to say, someone said that yesterday, and I looked down and I realised it was you. That's about, <laughs> about, about ten minutes in each half, we lost our way a bit, and they scored both times. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, yeah." Ooh. I, think that, I think that's how it was. I think we we probably probably were the better team over the the ninety minutes, but for ten minutes in the first half, yeah. and ten minutes in the second half, we just couldn't get the ball under control. We were sort of not winning any headers, not winning any knockdowns. Um, they were sort of wanting it a little bit more for those ten minutes. I think it was just we we um, came out the traps quite quick in the first half, so we just tired a little bit in that middle bit. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was a well taken second goal, um, and just that bad spell. But luckily, we got back into it. Yeah, and then Ali, as you said, got back into it. He did what we beg every week on the curve. Just yeah, <laughs> someone have a shot. Yeah, and see, you never know, do you? You never know that the goalkeeper might do what he did yesterday, which had us all laughing a little bit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. Shoe, don't yeah. just shoe. Yeah, give it a go, but yeah, two goals from that for Ali. That's just brilliant. He's, I, I think they're his first two goals, and I think he's come like second or third joint top goal scorer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how close it is. But yeah, I mean, how, how good and important is it for having him back? I know everyone loves Harry. Don't get me wrong, but Ali just brings that little mm. little bit, and he's maturing so well. 
yeah, I, he's, he, he brings a good energy to that midfield. Um, I think he complements uh, Eastie really well. Um, you know, he, he will put his foot in there if he has to, like Eastie, but he, he's very good on the ball. He'll run at people and try and beat people. Um, and for him to get a couple of goals, especially after last season, I think he got seven or eight last season for him to, to um, come back from injury and then get get on the score sheet quite quickly after. It's uh, going to be good for him and it's good for the team as well. Yeah. And coming back from injury, I mean, all of our players who've been out injured <laughs> yeah. have all come back ahead of schedule. So yeah. um, huge praise to, to the medical team. I've, I've seen a couple of times going, when I'm in the office, Catherine kind of parks up and walks down to the ground and they I've mentioned to her, she was um, just befraggled. <laughs> there's just so much. She was like, at one stage, we were turning people away, saying, There's no room, go away, come back in an hour. Um, but yeah, they've, they've done marvelously to get them all back in. And um, huge credit because the guys are so fit. Um, you see mm. the last 10 minutes still running and pressing and everything. I know Matt said it, um, and I'm echoing what he said, but it's really, really, really impressive. Um, so, We've had four fairly reasonable goals, but the general consensus for the match was it wasn't that great. <laughs> so you guys were there. What, what was what was the match like? Take away the goals. Was it a good one or was it a bit dull? Uh, I don't think it'll go down as a classic, put it that way. I think it was... Uh, I don't think the... The ref didn't help. Um, he didn't, you know. I know we all like to moan about referees. He, nice. he, what? He didn't give some blatant fouls, which were blatant fouls and should have been free kicks. And then he'd give some other ones, which were probably not free kicks. Um, and it wasn't just to us; it was to Tramir as well. There was times where they they had players fouled that you'd think was a free kick, and he'd play on. And then there was other times where it wasn't a foul and he'd give it. Um, you know, there was a bit of a melee at one point. I think one of their players tried to pick Eastie up off the floor after a bit of a hefty tackle. Um, and he didn't really have control of the game, I don't think. He just sort of drifted along with the game and, you know, with the melee, he sort of gave three cards out. I think he didn't really know who to book. He just booked three people who might have been in the middle of it. Um, but, yeah, it was very bitty, um, you know, giving the ball away a little bit both sides. Um, but yeah, just one of those hard-fought sort of away games for us, really, and nice to come out of it for something. Jenny, what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, the referee wasn't the best. And in fact, because, I mean, he seemed to lose control, I think, a little bit. The, the, the melee that they had, yeah, Eastie had gone down um, and the, the guy had picked him up. And I actually, from what I saw, I actually thought Eastie had pushed him over. I don't know, it might not have been him, but I thought Eastie had pushed the trammy guy, and I thought, oh, God, no, they, he's going to get a red. You know, I thought, oh, no, Eastie, don't. Do you know what I mean? But he, I then noticed he walked right away to quite the other side of the pitch, yeah. nearly. Yes, you know, and I yeah. thought, yeah, keep away, keep away. So I actually couldn't see, but I thought, when this guy had got him up, I thought he pushed him, and I thought, no, God, no, he's going to send him off, which I think may have changed the game. <clears throat> um, but he did. But Eastie went away, and he w- and the ref was sort of just booking. You know, I thought, good, he's probably booked the wrong person, but at least he's only just booked them. But he did. No, the Trammy weren't happy with him, um, and he, yeah, some of the tackles, you know, he should have given. He didn't, and others he didn't give, and. 
you know, mind you, uh, when we had we have had some good referees. I have to say, we we've had reasonable, but more than not, we've had for you know. So it was quite bitty, and it was sort of a little bit stop start. Um, they, you know, we were when we started. I thought, yeah, this is you know, we started really well, got a goal. Don't know why we sort of let them come in. I do. Sorry, but it sort of was a mistake our end because. Yeah. Um, you know, Donovan tried to sort of dribble it out, you know, just get rid of it. And I think that gave them some impetus to, oh, we can, you know, we can do this. Um, and when they scored their second, I was a little bit thinking, well, you know, we we might lose it. I've never seen them lose at Prenton Park yet. Uh, and I think our goal, yeah, it was a goalie error. Our, our equaliser was was deserved that I think a draw was the right result. Yeah. But, um, you know, but there were, it wasn't the best match I've seen, but then it wasn't the worst either. No. You know, draw, fair result. I've seen a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> a lot worse. <laughs> um, you know, so it uh, wasn't too bad. Excellent. Um, so on the bench, we, we, we obviously made our substitutions. I did find it quite interesting that... Um, their crowd were quite vocal when when Omar was subbed. Um, he got he got his, he got quite booed. Um, <laughs> he must love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's Omar being Omar, isn't it? He, you know, he, he puts himself about all game, gets gets under people's uh, skin a little bit, um, and you know he's always going to be a bit of a pantomime villain for away fans because he does get stuck in and he's not afraid to. Um, sort of do the dirty jobs and do the dirty work against the defenders. As a fact, thinking about that, what, what you're saying about um, him not sure about Craig, I think Omar, Craig and Kizzy should all kind of join together in a little circle because they look close <laughs> enough that you're like, oh, would you, would you, who is it I need to do? All the players should have the same haircut and then <laughs> everyone know what they did. Um, Actually, it's interesting. I was looking at Paul's photos earlier. Paul Lachlan's photos from the match and you know Omar does get a little bit of rough treatment and there was one particular photo you could see where the guy had his arms round him you know the tramway guy had his arms around him he said and we get nothing for it in fact all the blooming football I've watched over the weekend I always thought tell me if I'm wrong being a woman no but this shirt pulling no 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 this shirt pulling now in the penalty area when there's a corner there's been sometimes I mean you know it would stop if they started giving out penalties because you know what, what when they were when in the first half when we were shooting down towards us I mean, this guy, the Chami got, you know, give him your shirt afterwards. You know, he, he, he wanted, I think it was Omar, he wanted his shirt there and then. There's a lot of holding and shirt pulling and, and the referees, they, they're not even interested. But some of Paul's pictures really show what, what Omar goes through and, and you get absolutely nothing, you know. No, it's, um, He's got the reputation. You see it again the Green Lane as soon as he's mm. on the pitch. I mean, when he comes on as a sub, it's always a bit of like, at what point is Omar going to get booked now? First or second <laughs> challenge? Um, but that and Easty, yeah, and Easty, yeah. that and Easty. But yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Substitutions. How did they work? Were they? Did they have the impact as last year as we're hoping for, or was it just a case of, oh, it's seventy minutes. Matt's going to make a substitution now because he, he doesn't he doesn't do anything else. 
Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I, I'm not sure they had a massive impact on the game overall. Um, you know, Josh looked quite dangerous running onto balls. He looked quite. I think he was worrying their uh, their left back quite a lot because he was getting into that channel with Dave down there and putting him under a bit of pressure. Um, and then Killian came on uh, probably ten or fifteen to go, and uh, for I think for Omar and he, he done a good job of putting himself about and uh, you know. Winning some important balls for us, and just generally just trying to put a bit of pressure on the uh, the Tramir back four. Really, I wouldn't say they, you know, they had a massive impact on the the overall game, but it was. I think it just gave us that little bit more attacking threat with uh, Dave and and Josh going down the uh, the right hand side and just putting their back uh, left back under a bit more pressure. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> uh, yeah, I I do wonder sometimes um, if. I'm sure managers maybe aren't this aware. I don't know. But we all know at Sutton that come 70 minutes, normally uh, it's Omar, 100% nearly comes off, and Donovan Wilson. Um, the two come off and he changes them. He hasn't been able to always do that because of the injuries. But, you know, you can nearly put your money on that. And I mean, yesterday, if someone was going to come off, it was going to be Omar. For whatever reason, I actually thought, I wondered if he was worried that because of the booking and it was getting a bit feisty that he actually didn't want to lose him and that he might have changed it, you know, because the ref was like he was. No, I'm wondering if if managers, they see that and they can build that into their preparation when they play us, knowing or thinking they know that at 70 minutes, this guy's going to come off. So they, again, their own management and how they plan their tactics, because it literally happens every match. Be interesting, Salford, maybe it won't. But I, I nearly think I need to go down the bookies and say, look, between the 70 and 75th minute. <laughs> no, but oh, well, you can do it for corners and, you know. I no, do. but you, they know. They know. Oh, right. But, you know, what I mean, I just wonder, not that it should affect tactics, but you, I, I don't know because Omar is a threat. Yeah. He's there to knock the balls. And I don't know. I've often thought cause it is very predictable. Um, very predictable. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Right. We are going to start bringing this one to a close. Um, but yep. before we do, um, your player of the day nomination. So, um, <laughs> Ali, I'll have you first after the jingle. Don't worry. Now watch me do my dance. I'm the player of the day. day, day. Right, so because you've been on the first time, I'm going to give you the first shout. So, <laughs> uh, I think it, it's it's got to be Ali Smith, doesn't it? I think he, he's the obvious choice. Um, you know, scored two, had a good game all round. Um, you know, I, I, I can't really vote for anyone else. I did have a couple of other names that I could give honourable mentions to, but I'm, hope, I'm we'll sure come, you we'll guys will mention them. Yeah. Well, now you'll, you'll have a second one in a second. So, Jenny, who's your first one? <laughs> I was going to have Ali, but obviously that was sort of always going to be the case. Um, I mean, again, I know he got man of the match last week or something at home, but I do. Ben Goodliffe, you know, he always puts in a shift. And I noticed that when, just before the end of the match, when we had one like off the line, I mean, he was up there heading the, but you know, he was up there and, and nearly scored. And he's at the back, you know, so he, he puts shifts in every time and he will lump it out. He'll put his body on the line. I was worried when he come back, sort of, you know, don't do anything too, you know, we don't want to lose you. But I'm not, he, he's okay. Yeah, but he's, uh, I put, 
I'll put Ben down it for a sec one. Yeah. Put Cotton Wool Wrap, put him in bubble wrap. But no, he's he's fine. Yeah. And Ali, your second choice? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Louis John as one of my other ones. I think him and Ben had a really solid game. don't think there was many headers or balls they didn't win. Uh, it was a pretty solid and dominant performance from the pair of them. I know we conceded two, but um, I don't think either of them can be sort of laid at their feet, really. No, excellent. Lovely. Um, apparently, it's Lewis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lewis. Yeah. After I did the whole Christmas thing with Louis on Chewy, I know it's Lewis, apparently. So, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Um, and Jenny, your second choice. Do you know, I'm going to go for one. I don't think he gets mentioned much but it, I think he's brilliant is Rob Milson yeah. I think Rob you, you know he'll, he'll go down the wings as well we're putting brilliant crosses if we have a penalty he'll score but he, he does a lot of work that I well maybe it doesn't go unnoticed but he and he you know, he, there's a free kick, or there's a free kick, and he'll have to come down. If there's a throw in, he has to run across to that side. And, <laughs> but he, but you know, because he's getting on a bit. I hope he's listening. Love you, Rob. No, <laughs> but he, he really, he doesn't give up, and he really fights for it all, and he, he puts in some tremendous crosses. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Rob Milson, yeah, I no, thought played really well yesterday. He definitely gets noticed. Um... It's a yeah. 10th nomination. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> right. He's up there amongst the higher ones. Yeah. I think I'll know win, nice, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. If I was nice, I would have said it's Ali, and then we'll choose one each. But I'm not nice, so that's why I made you choose two. Each, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. So <clears throat> we will move on. Well, just actually, just before we do, um, league table. Uh, has anyone looked at it? Yep. Well, what's that? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I mean, with my normal Sutton pessimistic hat on, I've kind of went, well, hang on, if all the teams win their games in hand, <laughs> we could drop to 17th. Um, but even that, I'm still like, that's 17th. That's still bloody good compared to where we were a few weeks ago. Um, what do we feel the next few weeks going to bring? I think we've got Salford, a couple teams below us, and Stevenage as well. Um, but... I'm, I'm still I'm quietly confident we're going to sneak into those playoffs. Uh, Silence. Yeah, I, I mean, Silence. We're not we're not far we're not far off it, are we? I think anything can happen. Um, as we've seen with Sutton and in this league, anything can happen. Really, kind of in League Two. Um, I think it's a it's a tough away game next week at Salford. I think they've recently picked up quite a good form, haven't they? And seem to be picking up quite a few points. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're in the mix for it, aren't we? We're not far off. I think we three points off the playoffs now. I think we are. Yeah, I think someone. So you know, if a few results go form, our way, then we we could be okay. Yeah, someone put in the form we're ten off third, which I thought was a bit excessive. A little <laughs> bit, but, um, but even that, it's like how how we've had such a, a dodgy start to the season. How can we be in this position? Um, but yeah, so Jenny, what do you think? Go on. Well, I watched the highlights of the Salford match against Northampton, and they, yeah. Well, no, I would have. I, I watched it anyway because I thought, wow, they beat Northampton, you know, because yeah. they're on a bit of a roll. Um, and their second goal, Salford's second goal, was was pretty good. And I, and I thought, hmm, that's interesting. But I still believe any team can beat any team. 
you know, really, really can. Um, I'm, okay, Stevenage, you're on a real roll. I mean, but when we played Lake Orient, it, it really was two errors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guy slipped over and then one went in and scored. And then, uh, you know, an own goal, which could have gone off at anywhere. It's a bit like Swindon away, you know, when it hit Louis John and gave that Welsh bloke a chance to score. Um, no, you know what I mean? That's why we want them to shoot when they get near, please. Um, as, as Will Randall did, what a brilliant goal he did, you know? So if you're listening, Matt Gray, get them just to shoot when they see the goal. You never know. But no, in regards to the table, um, I'm I'm nearly going to be not boring. I, I, I'm like this a little bit. It's like when we play Boringwood in the conference uh, for to get into go to Wembley, and I thought we weren't ready to go up. Mm-hmm. I'd like playoffs would be great, although we don't win playoffs. But I, I want us to consolidate being a football league side because I was talking to someone yesterday and I said, look, okay, let's say we go to League One. I said. We might survive, you know, your Bristol Rovers and, and Forest Green are not exactly setting the world alight. But if we went up and then came back down, it, in some ways it sets a precedence in that, you know, it's like we're on a good run. The team are really there. they got the spirit. I always think, you know, if we went up and then we came back down, not saying we would, but if we did, we, we you know let's let's consolidate because if you get relegated, there's nothing worse than that feeling when you get relegated. You know, fortunately we haven't been through it too many times, but I've been through it and it's horrible. And I always think that could be a knock-on effect the next season. Some guys at Tranmere were telling me because of that points per game when they would have had two promotions, but they went back down into League Two. He said that still really affected them. Just the relegation, the way it was done, but also, you know, they, they were moving on up and they've sort of stagnated a little bit now. Um, if we got the playoffs, great. Uh, but I'm not sure, sorry, I want us to go to League One yet. You know, I don't know. Is that a lack of ambition? I, I, I well, No. Um, you know, be a league team, love it, but yeah. not sure... Yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very mercenary, and <laughs> our, our, our crowds have gone from five. I looked it up for something 10 years ago, it was 504 on average, yeah, and now it's 3,000. Yeah, so a lot of those people are coming because we're winning more games than we're losing. Sure, we lose more games than we win. Yeah, so yeah, being at the top end, the nearly men all the time is probably better than having the excitement of one season and then dropping down. I mean, if we managed to do, like, the Fulham and Norwich model where we get promoted, relegated... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Once every couple of years, you at least have a promotion party. Um, But I don't don't know. Ali, what do you you think? Uh, I I think Jenny's spot on, really. I think, you you know, we've got to consolidate our position as a league team. Um, I think it's important to remain as a league team. Uh, And probably getting promoted at the moment, we're probably not quite there. At the moment, I think we probably, you know, we would go up to League One and probably, like I say, being a bit pessimistic, probably would struggle in League One. Um, you know, I think there's, I think we'd end up coming straight back down, which might not help the team. Um, and I think you're right in saying that, you know, people are there at the moment, they want to come and watch Sutton because Sutton are playing well and they're successful. And 
they're doing well is one of the big big factors. And if they go up to League One and they're losing every week, are they going to lose um, people wanting to come and watch them every week? I think um, I think we're probably better off in League Two at the moment um, and just mixing it up as we are with with the sort of big boys of League Two and trying you know mm. if we get into the playoffs, it's great. Um, but I think as long as we stay in League Two, I'd be more than happy at the moment. See, because I can I just say also, I believe that because um, we did so well last season, some fans had unrealistic expectations this season because of where we were. And when we went, OK, we had all the injuries, but we went through the, the, the normal thing where we perhaps didn't start very well, if you want to put it like that. And uh, some of the comments on the forums and the things and, oh, we need this and we, you know, and I'm like, no, we'd be all right. We, we, you know, I honestly thought during that, during so far, we weren't in any threat of getting relegated. I really didn't ever think we would be near relegation, which we haven't. And it's not in hindsight, but I think if we went to League One and we were losing quite a lot of the time, A, You'd have all that, you know, grief to to the management. They, they must see it, and the players, which isn't very good for them, because I've always said you've got to encourage, and it makes people feel better. But also, um, we will lose fans. We will lose fans, and and in League One, you can't for when we went through a bit of a period that wasn't good. I think I said I might have said to you, you might say, but the crowd, you know, there was like five hundred less than we might have got, and. No disrespect to them, but some of us diehards who've been there years, we'll still go, you know, we'll still go when we, you know, if there were 500 or, you know, but there'll be a lot of fans who we've got on board, then, they're, you know, oh, we're not going to go and see Sutton. They lost for the last seven games or something. And, and then the players get deflated, you know, let's consolidate um, and get, you know, to get, like last week was brilliant to get the 5,000, you know, we don't want them going back down to Sellers Park and all these other places because our catchment area is never going to be, people think, oh yeah, we could go to the championship. You, come on, you know, it, it's a nice wording and leave one, but we haven't got that catchment area, you know, unless they did something with the ground majorly, 5,000 is 100 is all we're allowed to let in. You can't sustain, and players aren't going to come for what we pay. You know, I know we're a great club, but so no, consolidate, and let's see where we get in two or three years' time, you know, or two years' time maybe. But, you know, that's not a lack of ambition. That's reality, I think. Absolutely. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, players are going to want to come to a team that are doing well. Yeah. One of the big selling points, I, I, I believe, um, is that we have that connection with the players and the players can come here and they're supported and we don't tend to get on people's backs um, because, quite frankly, if someone comes in and they don't do very well, what's the point of moaning? Them? They, and, uh, you know when you've done something bad. You know, the pitch, you think, oh, they've got a game today and go, oh, you thought I did badly. You know it. You know when you messed up. So... Um, I don't. Were you? Were you in, Mike? You you weren't in the clubhouse after last Saturday's game. No. Were, were, you want to see the reception that David Adji boy got yeah. during the strikers again? They were singing to him. You know, you're one of our own. And he were, you know, he's a young lad, but he was chuffed because he felt totally loved. And it, you know what I mean? He he had a big smile on his face, and he, it seriously, he was glad to be back. Yeah. No. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's 
it's something I've said before about um, Eastie as well. Um, nice to be somewhere that they're loved and they're yeah. and all the rest of it. Um, but we will kind of bring a little bit to a close. But what, what are your thoughts on Saturday? Because we've got a nice little rest now. Um, so we don't um, have anything on, on Tuesday. Um, so, Ali, why, why are you still with us? Um... I know, I think I dropped out again for a second there. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you think of Saturday? Where do you think it's going to go? Uh, I think it, I, I think I'd be I'd be happy to take a point again against Salford. I think they they've hit a good vein of form at the moment. Um, I think it'll be a tough game. I think if we go out and play the same way we played against Tranmere, I think we're more than capable of taking a point off them. Um, I think you know it's nice now. Like we've already said, we've got a really strong uh, first eleven, and we've got a strong bench to give it give us plenty of options. Um, so yeah, I think I think it'll be a hard hard game, but I think if we can go there and look to get something out of it, I'd be really happy. Excellent. Jenny, your thoughts? Yeah, I'd be happy with a draw, but if we can nick a win, be even better. You know, and who's who's to say we couldn't? I mean, when last year, when you know, when we even when we played Northampton this year and were two nil down, you know, and they got a cracking team, we came back to two all, and if it had gone on longer, we looked like the ones that would get a winner. Um, you know, no reason why we can't beat these these teams at the top. If it's going for you, we might nick a winner. Um, and especially with the team we got. But I'd be happy with a draw, even yesterday. No, at the end, happy with a draw um, and keep putting them points on the ball. 50 points. We're nearly there. (laughs) Um, And then they can be let loose, you know. But no, draw a take. But, uh, you know, we're capable of nicking a winner and that'd be great. Perfect. Definitely. Lovely. Well, that's about it for this episode. Um, Thank you for joining me. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, let us know what you think with um, on the socials where you can like, follow, share, do all the normal stuff at Sutton Podcast um, on your normal podcast platforms, I think is the word. Um, subscribe and um, leave me any reviews because I think I've got one review so far. Or oh, two, two reviews. Um, uh, so just leave me a review, but uh, don't make it too honest. Um, next time we've got uh, Mark Bravery and another newbie, so two newbies in a row um, young, young Harry is coming on, um, so thanks a lot to the panel of Ali and Jenny um, unfortunately for whatever reason the Salford fan who I did line up hasn't been able to jump on, um, but we've managed to do a review without him, that's fine um, hope you've enjoyed this episode and thank you for everyone's time, please do take care and I will see you soon bye yep. Cheers then. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, take care. Sports Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.